Storm and we're number one. Welcome to Stormcast, the official Melbourne Storm podcast. Episode two. A little bit rusty last week, but glad to get the first episode under the belt. And just like the players with trial matches, I'll be better for the run, I'm sure. For those of you who have backed up and are listening, thank you for following and subscribing to Stormcast, the one and only Melbourne Storm podcast. Stormcast is your one-stop shop for discussing all things Melbourne Storm. I'm your host, Gobbs, and as mentioned last week, uh, I will be bringing all the latest news, views, uh, and Storm content over the 2023 season. So without any further ado, let's get on with the podcast. So the preseason tournament, first item of the, on, on the agenda, first trial versus Sydney Roosters at GMHBA Stadium or Cadenia Park, as the local Victorians would know it as, home of the Geelong Cats AFL Footy Club. So Storm went down to the Sydney Roosters 32-24 uh, in a bit of a seesawing affair. The standouts for me were Sua Fayalongo. Wow, what a game. A Melbourne... Junior, who has come through the NRL Vic and Melbourne Storm Junior District Development Pathways, hailing from the Northern Thunder Junior Rugby League Club, same junior club as young Tonamapia, another Melbourne Storm Junior. Faya Longo, he was electric, looked threatening every time he touched the ball, be it from a kick return or on the back of shape, a real live wire with great footwork and pace to go with his dancing feet. A natural fullback, he would be a handy replacement for the injured Ryan Pappenhausen, but as it stands, he is unable to be considered for selection due to being on a development contract and not a top 30 NRL contract. Now, development contracted players are unable to play before round 11. That is the current policy that's in place by the NRL. So the only way Fayalogo could be a round one bolter and a chance at lining up at fullback is if he is upgraded and elevated to a top 30 spot in the Storm's NRL list. At present, Melbourne Storm have 29 contracted players. So there is one spot to fill. Storm have until June 30 to fill this vacant spot. Now, they may keep it vacant, and see what players become available mid-year, or they might just bite the bullet and upgrade Fialongo. We will watch this space closely. Bronson Garlic at hooker. His service from dummy half and running game was great. Defensively sound in the middle also. He took his opportunity to impress, I thought. Uh, Tyron Wishart in the halves. He was in everything. He is just a footballer. Competes on everything, scored a great try by backing up Garlic 
on a dummy half scoot. He is my favorite to jag the number 14. He is the ultimate utility, and I am predicting he will be in that first squad uh, announced for round one. Jordan Grant and Joe Chan got through a ton of work. Uh, Joey Chan's first outing in a Storm jersey of any kind, uh, albeit a trial, uh, didn't sort of set the world on fire, but it's, it's extremely hard when he hasn't played primarily with um, this team before as well as the halves. So it probably wasn't a really good indication to see the sort of impact that Joe Chan is going to have when he is on uh, and involved in the Storm shape, uh, be it on the left or the right, whatever, whatever side he does play on. So, again, I was just happy to see him sort of hold his own defensively. He got through a lot of work, did a lot of carries. So, um, impressed. I think the best is uh, is yet to come from, from Joey Chan. Uh, Jordan Grant... Um, he had an injury disrupted 2022 with, with multiple calf tears and uh, calf issues. So uh, I thought he was very, very strong. He has a big body, packs plenty of size, and could be a real smoky for round one bench spot. Um, you never know. Honorable mentions to Will Warbrick. A bit of a shaky start, dropping a bomb uh, early on in the game, but recovered to make some really strong runs. Uh, a line break, and ended up with a try. And Jonah Pezzett, still learning his craft as a halfback. I thought he directed the side uh, around really, really well against a stronger Roosters outfit. The Storm's middle was probably on the back foot for majority of the game, but I thought in the limited opportunities that he did have, kicking game was strong, um, and he marshaled the troops really, really well. So... Again, still learning his craft, and um, I, I think the, the most positive thing to come out of that is the kid's patient. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have re-signed until the end of 2025. He's got great playmakers around him um, in, obviously, Jerome Hughes, who is the the New Zealand Kiwis halfback as it stands, and Cameron Munster, who is um, an Australian test and Queensland uh, representative. Um, So he's around some really, really good playmakers, and he'll just be a sponge and continue to learn off that, as well as um, uh, there's another bloke down there by the name of uh, Bill Slater, who works with the spine. So I'm sure he'll be hanging off every word uh, that Billy Slater um, says and talks in and around the storm and how they attack, and he is a part of that now as he is he is a top thirty player. So, yeah, the best is yet to come from uh, young Jonah Pezzett. And how good was it to see Walshy back? He was blowing, <laughs> but uh, to he he'll be better for the run. Also, he needs to get the miles in his legs and match fitness uh, after missing all of last season due to that Achilles tendon tear against West way back in round one. Played all of 72 minutes before the sniper got him. So, now it was great to see him back out uh, on the field in, in, in a Melbourne Storm jersey. So, uh, well done, Welshie. And fingers crossed that uh, Lady Luck is on Welshie's side and he can have an injury-free season and, and, and go from strength to strength. Um, the Storm had six feeder club players who have been on train and trial deals uh, uh, during the preseason and played in the trial against the Roosters. So Kane Bradley 
um, who has previously been in the West Tiger system. He played a little bit with the North Queensland Cowboys last year. Um, so he's a winger who's contracted to Brisbane East Tigers for 2023. Scott, Scott Galliano, a centre who will turn out for the Sunshine Coast Falcons this year. Max Lehman, uh, a wing centre who has joined East Tigers for 2023 and 2024 seasons after a stint at the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Charlie Murray, a lock who was a junior teammate of Cole Geyer, who's currently on a development contract with the Storm, son of Matt, and Xavier Coates uh, at Corumban on the Gold Coast. So he will also play at East Tigers. Josh Patson, uh, an edge forward, who will play with the Falcons in 2023. And Big Lazarus Valaapu, a front rower who is currently playing for the Sunshine Coast Falcons as well. He's a big body. I've got a big rap on this guy. Uh, I'd love to see him get an opportunity. Um, he definitely does look a lot fitter, um, as as everyone would attest to. Uh, White can um, expose some, uh, shall we say, some potential body uh, issues. Um, but um, no, he he looked he looked a lot fitter compared to what he was uh, probably weighing in around the uh, with the Falcons last year. So um, the preseason. He's definitely benefited from the uh, the arduous Melbourne Storm infamous preseason, and will be better for the run as well. So it'd be great to see him given an opportunity at some stage as well. If um, if uh, unfortunately if injuries strike to our middles and and we've got to start digging a little bit deep into our feeder clubs, but um, no, nah, big fan of Lazarus, and fingers crossed he does get an opportunity at some stage, uh, be it in twenty twenty three or maybe p- potentially beyond that. Um, but great to see he was on a training trial. So he's obviously on the radar and Melbourne Storm um, coaches are, are obviously monitoring uh, him and taking an interest in him, which is a good thing. The result of the trial um, itself, well, as far as trials go, one can't really read too much into it. Uh, a whole host of stars and talent didn't partake in the hit out. Uh, it was unlimited interchange, meaning the players were running on and off constantly. Um, a lot of youngsters from the feeder teams, the pathways and the academy players uh, who haven't been exposed uh, to the speed of, and the pace of an NRL game. And to be fair, the Roosters, whilst they did roll out some of their bigger names, they too used the trial to give um, a lot uh, of their lesser-known players an opportunity as well, which primarily is the main purpose um, for the first week of trials. It's not usually until the second trial when the big guns run out for a 30- or 40-minute stint to blow out the cobwebs and get some some of the rust out, uh, having not played for a few months. So we look ahead to Sunday's second trial against the Warriors in New Zealand. Now, Justin Ollum injured. A break to his right forearm and lasted all of six minutes. Uh, Juzzy came reeling out of a tackle and you got the feeling straight away in the pit of your stomach that it wasn't just a knock. 
Scans earlier this week confirmed the break, and it's expected that Olam will miss six weeks. Olam now joins Pappenhausen on the sideline, uh, and whilst there's still no sort of time frame uh, around um, the return of Pappy, uh, um, his return from his shattered patella, general manager of football Frank Panisi spoke to SEN Radio this week um, to give an update on both Juzzy and Paps and when Storm fans can expect to see them both back out on the field in the purple jersey. Just looking at Ryan coming back, just his own mindset. You know, he was probably low in confidence, and um, from uh, from terms of a mental point of view, was it was challenging for him before he went over. But he certainly came back with a spring in his step, um, and uh, you know, he's, he's far more confident, and he, and he genuinely believes that he'll come back um, uh, in, in the shape that he left, and if not better. But again, it, it's 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 not going to fast track it all that much in terms of the time for him. He's just got to go through that work and. Uh, as I said, once he finishes the rehab, which is very shortly, it's now about building his stamina and his speed and, and the contact that, that he hasn't done since last July. So it's been a, a lot, of, a lot of a long time doing nothing. So he needs to rebuild that completely. And the other one, uh, we'll just tick off on Justin Olam. Uh, fractured his arm. He's out for six weeks. So well, you're going to have a good side back yeah, when six weeks rolls around. Yeah, look, it's uh, he's you know given that we've still got a couple more weeks before the first game, yep. um, he'll get a few of those weeks in pre-season, so he'll probably miss the first three games of of the season. Um, you know, he's an important part of our team, but yeah, yeah terribly unlucky. I think it was the first tackle of the game where mm. he just got his uh, his uh, arm in the wrong position on someone's shoulder or head, and, and it just uh, fractured it. But um, it all went well. Surgery yesterday, so um, yeah, the doctors expecting him to be within that six-week period, and, and as I said a couple more weeks to go to pre-season so hopefully see him round three or round four so there we have it hopefully Juzzy returns by round three round four and uh, Pappy mightn't be too far away after that by the sounds of it Uh, he just needs to get his fitness conditioning up to speed having not been able to get the same amount of kilometres in the legs as the rest of the squad so Godspeed boys Storm fans and members can't wait to see you back out on the field in the meantime next man up Other prevalent injuries to note, George Jennings uh, is on track for round four availability uh, as he returns from an ACL tear, which ended his season prematurely back in round one last season against West, same game as Christian Welsh. Um, New signing Tarek Sims has a calf complaint, which has kept him out of the trials and saw him miss the I Don't Quit camp for all Melbourne Storm newcomers. So Sims struggled with a calf tear last pre-season too whilst he was at the Dragons. According to the rehab report by the club, he's no guarantee to start the season but should be available for the early rounds of the season. So fingers crossed Tarek will be back uh, sooner rather than later. And Marion Seve uh, has a minor knee injury. Thankfully, it's not anything to do with ligaments. Um, but the club is reporting that it is cartilage-related. So his return um, is unknown and to be ex- to, to be confirmed, I suppose. So Godspeed on all the, of all the boys' recovery, and fingers crossed they're back on the field sooner rather than later.
So what's making Storm news? Well, Nelson Asafa Solomona open to a rugby union switch. Possibly with the Wallabies. So quoted in the nine newspapers, um, Nelson is waiting for Eddie Jones to call. Nelson Asafa Solomona, who's represented New Zealand in the recent Rugby League World Cup, said a code switch was a genuine option. Nelson went on to say, obviously I've been at the Storm for such a long time. Um, telling the Herald and the Age, coming from a rugby union background, I've always been enticed to go back to rugby at some stage. Just seeing the talent we have got here at the Storm and the future they have, the Storm is in good hands, even if I leave. I'm not too sure what I want to do. I change my mind every day. It's hard to say if I would join the Wallabies. I'd be silly not to consider all of my options. Asked if Eddie Jones had reached out since his appointment as the Australian Wallabies coach, the 26-year-old prop said, Eddie has, has not been in touch yet. Obviously, I've seen the headlines and stuff like that. I'm getting a bit of stick around the club. I'm still waiting for a phone call. You can't rule anything out. Stuff comes across your mind, but it would be tough being a New Zealander. But I've spent a lot of time in Australia. Australia has done a lot for my family. It's a tough question to answer. Now, one of Nelson and Solomona's best friends, his former stallmate, Suliasi Vunivalu, who's completed his own switch to the Queensland Reds and the Australian Wallabies, the pair have spoken about the prospect of one day potentially playing rugby together, but the Premiership winning prop went on to say that their bond alone won't be the deciding factor. Nelson said, Obviously we're close mates, but at the end of the day, it's up to me what I want to do with my career, he said. Nothing like that will really entice me to to go to just uh, to go just to go to a club. I have to consider a lot of things. I need to consider my family first and foremost. Now, funny he said that because uh, Nelson's family actually have relocated to uh, Australia. Um, Melbourne Storm uh, helped them uh, shift from New Zealand to Melbourne um, back in the end of 2020. would have been the end of 2016, if memory serves me correctly. Um, so they're living here with him now. Uh, he went on to say, I miss Sully dearly, and the Storm miss him as well. We love Sully. Playing together would be nice. The Storm are keen to retain Nelson Osofa Solomona, one of the most destructive forwards in the NRL. I think everyone would agree with that. However... The giant enforcer said he would consider all alternatives, including a potential crack at the NFL due to the changing nature of the NRL. Rugby league is just getting faster and faster. They keep changing the rules. They are sort of rubbing the big men out of the game. It is what it is. You have to adapt to those sort of challenges. The NFL is an option. Back in the day, I had an opportunity to go to the NFL. In saying that, the NFL is such a process. 
it's just not go to the NFL. And that's so true. You look at someone like Jordan Mayalata, the the former uh, Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs and South Sydney Rabbitohs uh, player that's currently playing for the Philadelphia Eagles that just unfortunately went down in the Super Bowl um, on Monday uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs. So um, Mayalata's been over there for quite a few years now and he's on record saying that it's only now he's starting to really grasp the uh, the complex uh, playbook, um, which is extremely extremely difficult especially if you haven't grown up playing the sport that in itself is 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 a big challenge so um as a 26 year old 20 going on 27 if nelson was going to play in the nfl i think he's uh, he he should have gone much earlier um i I think it, it i'm not i'm not questioning the guy's athleticism um or his talent i definitely think he could make a transition but I just think the playbook would uh, would be too much of a step um, to be a success in the NFL. But you never know. You never know. So uh, hopefully, hopefully that's that doesn't come to fruition at all because we want to continue to see Nelson in a purple jersey. Uh, as I made mention to in last week's podcast episode, uh, Melbourne Storm chairman and co-owner Matt Tripp. Now he loves Big Nelson. And he's keen and confident that uh, the Storm will retain the hulking 200-centimetre giant, stating that he has given the uh, Nelson has given him the impression he wants to stay, and it's just a matter of sitting down with Nelson and working out what his new deal will look like. So, how long, remuneration, etc. So, length of deal, how much you'll get paid, etc. Now. In my opinion, Nelson is the enforcer and the forward leader of this storm pack now. With the departure of the Bromwich brothers, Kafusi, Fanukin over the past couple of seasons, it's now Nelson's time to step up and lead from the front. And he's got some handy lieutenants in Christian Welsh, Aaron Penney, Tarek Sims, Jordan Grant, Josh King and Tui Kamikamitha as middle forwards. So... Uh, I mean, on a side note, I wouldn't like to encounter any of them in a dark alley. But um, but look, hopefully Nelson does stay put and re-signs with the Storm. When Craig Bellamy was asked about Nelson's future, he stated, it depends what his main motivation is. Is it to keep playing at a high level and play for the Kiwis and try to win premierships in the NRL? Or... Does he go back and play rugby union? Everyone sees him as this big guy, but he does have good skills and good knowledge. I reckon he wouldn't take long to adapt back if that's what he decides to do. Hopefully, hopefully, Bellamy went on to say, for us he decides to stay because I reckon he is warming up to a big season. He has had a pretty good preseason. Hopefully, that will come out in the next month or so. So we will wait and see what Big Nelson decides to do. Now, Craig Bellamy's future. 
another week, another media report around Craig Bellamy's coaching future. I think we're going to be getting one of these a week, I'm sure, until he actually does make a decision. Uh, a recent coaches survey published in the News Corp press um, said that Belzer was voted the best coach in the game by his peers, with a majority of 67% saying he was the best NRL coach in the game. Only Craig Fitzgibbon on 13% and Ivan Cleary on 8% were the closest to him. So that's that's quite a large gap. Um, Bellamy will make a call on his future in the coming weeks. And if he needed any further incentive to continue to carry on, he's received it from his peers after being declared the best coach in the business. Uh, Bellamy is due to inform um, owner and chairman Matt Tripp in March whether he will continue as head coach of the Storm next year uh, after more than two decades at the helm of the club. Now, Matt Tripp was interviewed and went on to say, I concur with the coaches in the game. I think he has never coached better. Everyone at the club would agree with the coaches' verdict that Craig is not only the best coach in the game at the moment, but one of the greatest coaches of all time. Hear, hear. Tripp still holds out hope that Bellamy will extend his time at the club. If not, then potentially the Melbourne Storm look at the likes of assistant coach Mark Brentnell and current Roosters assistant coach Jason Riles, who has been in the Melbourne Storm system, an assistant coach to Craig Bellamy. So they're expected to be at the front of the queue to replace him. Queensland State of Origin coach Billy Slater would also be in the mix, although he would need plenty of convincing to become an NRL head coach, as Billy, Cooper and Cameron have all said previously. They were turned off to become a head coach after seeing what Craig Bellamy has put himself through from a work ethic perspective, the amount of time, effort, energy that he does put into his coaching. They just said that they they wouldn't be able to do that. So it's it takes a, a very special person to, to be a head coach. Um, and obviously um, I don't think they, they, they're ready to to step into that sort of domain as yet so but you never know Billy's Billy might have the the itch uh now that um he's seen how how good coaching is with um winning winning his his uh his inaugural uh state of origin series uh late last year or with um with the Maroons so he may he may have the bug he he may say in, no now, but you never know. You just never, never know. Um, Matt Tripp went on to say that I haven't had a conversation with him, Bellamy, about it before Christmas. Nothing has been raised, but I would hope that he looks upon the coach's view of him favourably. Again, talking about that his peers still rate him as the best coach in the game. Now, Brent Reed, Reedy from... Um, News Corp earlier this week said, should Beliak hang up the clipboard at the end of 2023, the street corner tip is that Bellamy's replacement will be a straight shootout between 
Storm assistant Mark Brantnell and Sydney Roosters assistant Jason Rolls, uh, a former Melbourne Storm player as well. Um, Brantnell has served a quality apprenticeship and if the club does look internally, they will do so with his backing. Now, Craig Bellamy was interviewed by Reedy and said that in that area, and that is the area I'm responsible for, I'm really confident with those guys there. The next guy that comes in, it will be a decision for the club to make, not me. If they want an opinion, I will give it. At the end of the day, it has to be the club's decision. The club is in real good hands. Our chairman, Matt Tripp, has a real care for the club. I don't have a lot to do with Matt, but the thing when I do have to do with him, he is a really impressive operator who really cares about the place. He doesn't come in and rule with an iron fist. The decisions him and his board make, they make them for the right reasons. Now, along with Mark Bratnell, Ryan Hinchcliffe, Bellamy's son, Aaron, is also an assistant coach at the club. Now, Belzer gushes with pride as he talks about Aaron's rise through the ranks, insisting he has achieved his status on merit. When he first came on as a development officer, I said, I'm not going to employ him, Bellamy said. I said, you, the club, you can make that decision. I wouldn't say it was awkward early. The story was he went backpacking for a bit, he came back and had no money, no job, no whatever. Bellamy went on to say, he only stayed with me and Wendy to get free rent. Uh, He came back to Brisbane for a bit uh, and then he came down here and was working in a pub at Carlton for a while. Then one day, a development officer job came up down here. There wasn't many people who knew rugby league down here, so he ended up getting that job. Then he came into the NRL group as a stats person that could handle the video stuff and whatever. Then from there, he just evolved into a coach. He is going really well. He's a good coach like all the other young blokes. They have a great work ethic and they know the game really well. The other thing that probably helps is they're a bit more in tune with the newer generation. They all have been involved in the club. It's good that they know what we are about and what the club stands for. He hasn't been handed anything. He has earned what he has got. So they all have. They are a really good group to work with. Like every Storm fan, we all have our fingers crossed, our toes crossed, and everything that can be feasibly crossed on the human body that Craig Bellamy keeps on keeping on. Now, Teamless Tuesday. Uh, Some big ins this week. Ali McDonald, uh, Cameron Munster, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, Nelson Asafa-Solomona, Nick Meany, Tom Eisenhuth, Trent Liero, Tui Kamikamitha, and Xavier Coates. So the big guns return, which is great to see. Uh, three quarters of the spine in Munster, Hughes and Grant to have their first hit out since the World Cup. So too Nelson and Tui. Let's hear what Hughesy had to say. 
Yeah, good, mate. Um, had a had a good break after the World Cup and uh, got away for a bit, but um, you know, was really excited to come back and see the boys and um, get ready for this year. So uh, we've had a good couple of months of training, and um, you know, this last trial will be good. Uh, our last final hit out before round one in a couple of weeks. So um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Now, Nick Meaney, as expected, has been named a fullback in the number one jersey. Uh, young Tonamapia, who is still on a train and trial deal with the Storm, he's been named for the injured Justin Ollum. Xavier Coates and Alec McDonald, Tom Eisenhuth and Trent Liero will also play their first game of the preseason, having not featured in the first trial against the Roosters last week. Now, I don't read too much into the starting 13 or, or the 17 that um, that has been named, remembering that there is unlimited interchange in trials uh, and in this preseason tournament. So, meaning that players will play limited minutes and will be run on and run off at will. Now, Grant Anderson has also been named on the wing, for example, yet I expect he will shift into the centres at some stage in the game, replacing Remus Smith uh, with Dean Oremea or Xavier Coates to come onto the wing. Grant Anderson might even start from the bench with Xavier Coates starting the game. Uh, the numbers on jerseys don't really correlate to which side Belliag will run out with. So take the team list that's been named with a grain of salt. Uh, Belzer doesn't mind the old switcheroo and smokescreen during the NRL season, so why should trials be any different? So... Yeah, expecting a few different changes come uh, kick-off tomorrow. Now, I anticipate the likes of Munster, Grant, Hughes, Remus Smith, Christian Welsh, Coates, Sofa Solomona and Liero, possibly Meany, maybe Katoa. I anticipate they'll, they'll all play between 30 and 40 minutes respectively. So maybe just the first half of football. Uh, it's an opportunity to get some timing, some coordination, some conditioning uh, and contact before round one. So a short gallop to blow out the lungs and, and get the legs ticking over. Um, so I think that that's probably the, the primary um, focus for, for, these, for these guys that, are, that have been named for, for this week's trial against the Warriors. Now... Assistant coach Ryan Hinchcliffe was interviewed on RSN radio during the week and hinted that both Liero and Katoa, Ellie Katoa, are all but certain to start the year as the Storm's first choice edge back rollers. So, second rollers, uh, if you like. Let's have a listen to what Hinchy had to say. You know, I think we've got some really young, exciting back rowers in Trent Liero and Eli Katoa, who we got over from the Warriors, and they've both trained the house down all pre-season. They've had a full pre-season, so they've got a, a huge amount of work in, and um, you know they'll bring a, a real, you know, speed and dynamic to to how we play our footy. Uh, so, going off history, I expect Liero to play on the left edge. Uh, as he's filled in a number of times when Kenny Bromwich wasn't available during the 2021 or 2022 seasons. Uh, so expect him to build a new combination with Munster, um, Olam when he does return from injury, and perhaps Coates or Dean Oremea on that wing. Um, depending on which wing Coates does play on, he, he primarily he started on the left last year, but he ended up shifting back to the right 
edge with uh, Remus Smith um, and Husey on, on that on that right edge. So whilst Eli Katoa will, I'm assuming, replace Kafusi on the right, I'm envisaging that Katoa is going to relish running off Husey's right hip. He'll get plenty of quality ball, make no mistake about that, something that he was starved off at the Warriors in recent seasons. Interesting to note two admissions from the 26 players that have been named by Melbourne Storm in the team list. They are Tepoi Moroa and young gun Jack Howarth. Um, they've actually both been named to play for the Storm's feeder side, the Sunshine Coast Falcons, uh, this week in their trial against the South Slogans Magpies this weekend. Howarth has shot, had had shoulder surgery at the end of last season and didn't feature in any of the trials last week. So I'm assuming the Storm want him to get up to speed with his match fitness and conditioning by playing as many minutes in the Falcons' hit-out, um, something that he probably wouldn't have the luxury to have if he was playing with the Storm against the Warriors this weekend. So I'm expecting that Howarth will play big minutes and really try and get his conditioning and match fitness up to speed. Uh, Moiroa, I'm not too sure what the go is there. He may have had a disrupted preseason as well, and uh, I wasn't too sure about him sustaining any injury towards the back end of last year. I know he did have that collarbone or AC joint issue um, mid, mid-year, mid but he did finish the season playing for the Falcons, but I don't know. I don't know why he's not there, but um, I'm sure that um, the Storm want him to get as many minutes uh, under his belt as, as possible, especially as a middle forward. So they need as much conditioning as possible. Um, so we will monitor... This as the weeks progress as we get close to round one. Well, that'll just about do us for this week, I think. Um, next week's episode, I'll debrief the, the Warriors trial, uh, report on any relevant storm news which is making headlines in the lead up to round one. And I want to spend a little bit of time talking about the Melbourne Storms Academy, their new Pathways Academy, which launched late last year. So once again, thank you for your company. Uh, Enjoy the week. Enjoy the game. And most of all, go Storm.